Welcome to Leave Your Mark, where I explore the influences that have shaped the lives of our incredible guests. These are the stories of lives worth talking about. Follow me on Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain, or link up with me on my Facebook fan page at Scott G. Langston. My goal is to create a community of people who take every opportunity to live high-performing lives. Before I get started on today's podcast, I want to take a moment to connect you with my sponsor, ReconditioningHQ.com. Reconditioning is now completely virtual. This amazing operating system that brings the worlds of therapy and performance together in one powerful package can now be digested from the comfort of your home or personal workspace. Reconditioning is about unleashing the human in human performance. It's about understanding why you or your clients are not performing or living your best life and giving you and your clients the skills for optimal performance. Our courses, R1 Foundations and R2 Designs take you through a complete process in assessment and intervention. Our Reconditioning Specialist Mentorship pulls everything together in your operating context, and our landmark program, Empower You, helps you navigate your own life so you can be your very best. For more information about reconditioning courses and programs, head over to reconditioninghq.com and use the coupon code LYM50 for $50 off the price of any one of our empowering courses. Welcome, everybody, to Sunday Remarks. I'm your host, Scott Livingston, and this is a part of the Leave Your Mark podcast. It is my solo effort, and today is another Sunday night. Wanted to talk this week a little bit about fatherhood, and for those of you who are not dads, uh, maybe you're mothers, or maybe you don't have children, um, or maybe you're, you know, still out of of that uh, world yet, um... You know, you may or may not take things away from this. Uh, If you are a father or a mother, I mean, there's value in both both sides of this. I can only speak from my own perspective as a dad. But wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, the moment I became a dad and sort of the walk up to it and what the experience has been and what it's meant to me since and how it's maybe shaped my life. And I can... I can remember back uh, for most of my life, I, I didn't really think I wanted to be a dad, and I don't know where that came from. I I guess I struggled with the idea of being a father, maybe because my dad um, and I didn't have the strongest relationship. My father and my parents divorced when I was uh, 14, and uh, sort of grew up most of my formative years without my dad being around much. And what I did recall of my father before that was that he was, uh, you know, a real workaholic. So I didn't spend a lot of time with my father. I think my generation um, kind of grew up with that exemplification of, you know, the work ethic and the dad who kind of did what he did and the mom who kind of did what she did. And we kind of, you know, just had that that example in front of us uh, on a daily basis, my dad would come home, he'd finish work, and he'd want to sit in his recliner in front of the TV and kind of chillax and, you know, would occasionally come out to practice with me and come out to a game or what have you. But for the most part, you know, I didn't really get to connect with my dad that much. So I guess in some ways, maybe I didn't have a great example that you know, shined through. And then on top of that, and that's not to, you know, I don't mean that derogatorily to my father. You know, my dad did the best he could and he was, a, you know, a great provider and, uh, and, a, and, and 
most terms, a great dad. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I turned out okay. Um, but I just, I guess I wasn't inspired to be a dad coming off of that in some sense. And I always wanted sort of to do my own thing and a bit of a um, solo spirit in some sense. So for a long time, I kind of thought, well, you know, if I have children, will I be able to be the father that I'd like to be? And there was a part of me maybe because of that, that wanted to be able to spend more time with my daughter or son. And, you know, what would that look like? And, and how, how would being a good dad really look? And I, I felt it was being available, being able to connect because that's not what I had. Um, so I guess I avoided it for a lot of the front end of my career, didn't really contemplate it. And for the most part, uh, when I did sort of speak with uh, the women I was with, I, I never really talked about the idea of ever being a dad. And they kind of recognized that maybe that wasn't something I was going to want to want to do. Um and when I first uh, met Jamie, we first started talking, my wife now, um, about the possibility. Uh, I just sort of voiced to her that it never really had been something that I was excited about doing. I let her know that, you know, were it to be something she really wanted to do, um, you know, we, we would talk about it. I never shut the door on it. But again, I did. it wasn't something that really possessed me. And, you know, the first few years of our life, uh, we didn't really talk about it much. And then I, I always remember this sort of moment, I guess, when I started to really reflect on something, you know, I, I wanted to be a dad. And then Jamie and I had a conversation about it. And we just decided that, you know, this was something that we wanted to do. And, and so, you know, Jamie got pregnant and I remember her telling me and I was, I was like, wow, this is going to be, this is going to be cool. This is going to be interesting. I don't know what life's going to be like. And I really didn't know how to, you know, we're, we're not really given tools to understand what it is to be a dad, what the responsibility is. We just hope that the innate capacity is within us to do. And so I remember when Gretchen was born, our daughter, and I always wanted if I, you know, when I say always, when, when I started contemplating having children, I, I wanted a daughter. I can't tell you really why. I guess I always felt like I connected with women better than men in some circumstances, uh, at least from, uh, from a parental sort of mindset, I guess. Um, so I was kind of pretty happy when Gretchen came out and we had a little girl and I was, I was kind of sitting there and I always remember her coming out and then the nurse sort of telling us we had a daughter and I went back to Jamie and, and I told her it was a girl and, you know, we were both uh, really emotionally, you know, exhausted at that point. And we, you know, took Gretchen home and, I, I have to admit that, you know, I, I didn't have these bells and whistles, and I don't know, you know, who's listening to this, uh, whether you as a parent had this instantaneous, like, love sort of flow over you, but I had heard so many people tell me about that, and I didn't really have that. I, I had this kind of, I would call it almost a shock and awe reality where... I was 45, you know, I'd lived, uh, you know, a pretty long life so far without children in my life. And for me, it was just, wow, this is some kind of responsibility, some kind of intense uh, situation. And both of us, my wife and I are both, I would say, mild control freaks to a degree. We both like to sort of manage things. And I think children fundamentally are not um, something we can control. And I think that was my first eye-opener was the the idea that you can't control um, 
your your baby for sure, uh, that you're now, no matter what, everything you do has this constraint of being a father and being a parent. You, you know, unlike having a, a pet or some other kind of responsibility, you can't sort of divest yourself from it whenever it's sort of convenient or you need to. Um, you, you are in it and you are in it deep and uh, you got to get up when it gets up and you got to do what you got to do when the baby is crying or when the baby needs you. And, and I wanted to be a present father. Um, so for me, I, I was I dug in, rolled up my sleeves, and did all the things that uh, you know I felt I needed to do to be a father. And so it was a real uh, it was a real challenge. Gretchen, our daughter, was a challenge. She was a, a baby colicky baby baby that cried a lot and stuff. And so you know, I, fatherhood for me was a bit of a shocker, and it took me a good three or four years really to come out of that and to feel normal again to some degree and to really sort of find myself. And ironically, that's kind of at the front end of when I started my um, mindset journey because I'd been working, I'd been trying to be a dad and all these things, and then I kind of recognized that I needed to do more work on me. And as I did that, I recognized who I wanted to be as a father. And, you know, I, I found the challenge of, of fatherhood was now letting my child grow up and be the person she's meant to be without trying to orchestrate it. Uh, and again, going back to that sort of control freak thing was for me inside, there's this mind, little man in my mind sort of pestering me to to create more constraints for my child, to, to sort of demand more of her, to want her to be something and not even sure what that is, but to, to, you know, in essence, try to define it in some sense. And that was a challenge for me was just allowing my child to grow up and be the person she wants to be. And it still can be a challenge at times. Uh, and I know it's probably going to be for the rest of my life is just stepping back and recognizing, yes, I'm here to um, provide a home and love and connection and all these things and also some direction and uh, belts and braces, uh, some rules, etc. But also at the same time, not so many constraints that she can't grow up to be the person that she is meant to be, whatever that might be. And so it's a fascinating process of sort of reining back or intervening or choosing not to say something or choosing to say something or finding the right words to say something. Uh, and it's still a work in progress for me. So I wanted to offer this tonight um, from my perspective, not because I am somehow any expert in being a dad, <laughs> Um or an expert in how anybody should be a dad, I really just offer it because I think a lot of us are sort of alone in our process of recognition that we, you know, everybody who is a father probably deals with the same kinds of feelings at times. You aren't really sure whether you're making the right decisions, doing the right things. You are doing the best job you can. You are deep in that responsibility center, and sometimes you just want to, you know, let it go and go do something else, but you know you can't. You know you've got to be, you know, 
a parent and that's what you bought into and and so it's it's been an interesting growth um, process for me it's still a growth process uh, I love watching my daughter grow up and become the person that she uh, is meant to be um, and I love seeing her discover things uh, find ways of expressing things find her own language find her own style uh, and just watch it all happen and be a good father to the best of my ability, which for me means being there when she needs me, um, not trying to intervene when she doesn't need me, um, inspiring her through my own actions, um, hopefully making her laugh, uh, trying not to make her cry, <laughs> and just having some fun with her as much as I can and and letting her know that, you know, she has a safe place to land when when things are difficult. And I hope that that's what I'm able to give her um, as she grows up. So I hope that's uh, of some value to you. Uh, and I'll be back here again next Sunday. And we've got uh, a great guest coming your way this week. So take care and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for joining us today on Leave Your Mark. I hope we've left a mark on you today. And we wish only that you pay it forward by sharing this story, taking the time to rate and comment on this podcast. Please follow us at Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain and become a member of this community at Scott G. Livingston on Facebook. Have a great day. Music by Cedric de Saint-Rome.